is Tony and Charlie. And today we're talking about puppets. Not just any puppets, the Muppets. The Muppets. Muppets, Muppets. Yeah, the, the Muppets are puppets. The Muppets are very close to my heart. One of the first things I loved, I remembered watching The Muppets Show when I was probably three years old. And then when The Muppets Take Manhattan came out on VHS, I watched that on repeat endlessly. I memorized the whole movie. But you have not seen a lot of Muppets. So we're doing a short, a short Muppet show? That's right. And a long Muppet show. That's right. We're going to talk about The Muppet Movie from 1979, directed by James Fronley, produced by Jim Henson. But we're also going to discuss The Blob, because we haven't done that in quite a while on The Blob Show. It's a puppet blob. That's right. We're going to talk about an episode of Muppet Babies called Invasion of the Muppet Snackers. It was from Season 4, Episode 8, aired on November 7th, 1987. Hey, not only that. Blob Bites. Tell us about Muppet Babies. So, Muppet Babies is short, right? Yeah, it was an animated cartoon show. What happened in the episode we watched? So, babies like so hungry, but they didn't want the yucky stuff. Yeah, the Muppets wanted a snack. They were very hungry, but they smelled something gross that Nanny was cooking up in the kitchen. And all episode, they were worried that it was going to be their last meal and they were going to have to eat whatever that stuff was. What were some of the adventures they had worried about it? Remember they each used their imagination thinking about what bad thing might happen? Or Bobbleton? That was one of them. One of them was it was actually healthy and would make them grow and they all got really big. That's kind of a spoiler for something that happens in the Muppet movie later. There was one where they turned into monsters. But the last one was when... Nanny spilled a little bit of that on the floor, and Gonzo thought it was... The Blob. The Blob. And how was this a reference to the movie The Blob? Mm, it means that the Blob is in it. Yeah, clips from the actual movie were in it. What did the Muppet Babies do that, that the people in The Blob also did? They ran to the restaurant. Yeah, a restaurant just like the people in The Blob did. And they ran down the stairs, and clips of The Blob from the movie The Blob kept coming up to get them. In the blob, they finally fought that blob with... Fire extinguisher. Yeah, they would they would use a CO2 fire extinguisher because it was very cold, and they learned that the blob didn't like the cold. So when they would spray it at them, that blob would retreat. It How did they? And it would freeze, right. How did they stop the blob in Invasion of the Muppet Snackers? It's throwing foods. That's yeah, they, how they stopped it. Yeah, they said, maybe we need to fight bad food with good food. Animal threw a pie, and people started throwing pies at the blob. And then do you remember what Gonzo said? No. Well, a couple times in this last week, you stopped me and asked for a snack, just like the Muppets were snacking. And when I told you that we didn't have the kind of snack you were looking for, do you remember what you asked me to do? Did you ask me to spray anything? Whip cream. That reminds me of something Gonzo said. He said, How about a little whipped cream, blob face? Spray whipped cream. Yeah, on who? The blob. They cut an animated shot of Gonzo shooting whipped cream at the blob, 
with a still from the movie of them shooting the fire extinguishers at the blob to make it look like he was getting whipped cream in the face. So, Charlie, I have a question for you. And my question is, how about a little whipped cream blob face? Good stuff. How is it? Yummy. I don't know if it would stop the real blob. It is cold, though, right? Yeah. So what did they find out at the end of the Muppet Snackers? Do you remember what it was? No. It was paste for putting up new wallpaper in the nursery bathroom. And they were very excited to see the new paper that was on the wall. And they were also very excited that they didn't have to eat that wallpaper paste, right? And they got fried chicken for dinner instead, which was their favorite. Okay, so, so that brings us to the Muppet movie. The Muppets had already been around for several years. Kermit had been around for, since I think the 50s, on television. And Sesame Street had already been around since 1969. They make some appearances there. The Muppet Show had already been on for th about three years. I think this was made uh, in the middle of production on the third season of The Muppet Show, the, the variety show. But this is their first foray into film. It is an origin story. It is a road movie. It is a musical. His name is Kermit. And he was in... Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Smurfob was done in the swamp. Yeah, that's where he lived. He was playing a banjo, right? Yeah. When and he was playing a song. Yeah, you and, played... and then someone came, and then what was he going to do? Well, it was a studio executive, and he said, You know what you should do? You're very talented. You should go out to Hollywood because they're looking to hire talented frogs. So he thought, wow, I could, I could bring my gifts of, of joy and song and laughter to Hollywood for, for a large audience to enjoy. But should I leave the swamp? Should I go make movies? I, would, I might miss my home, right? What did he decide to do? Go. No. Why do, you, why do you think he decided to do that? Means he really wanted to do it. He was sad. Means he lost he lost his home, but he still wanted to see the whole world. He got to see the world. You're right. That's what that's one of the good things of a road movie. But what would the Muppet movie say is even more important than seeing the world? What did Learning. he? What did he? Who did he meet on his journey? He was singing a song called The Rainbow Connection, and I think that that song's about maybe many things, but one thing that it means to me is that it's a little melancholy. What does that mean? Well, it means it's, it's kind of about sadness, but it's about how, as a community, we can keep believing in each other, and we can be there for each other, and that we can make the world a better place by being in a community. So he, Kermit learns that lesson because he meets so many friends on his way to Hollywood. Who all does he meet? And some who are some of your favorites? I went with the girl. Miss Piggy? She was like a pig. Yep. And her name was like a pig. Like Piggy. That's right. Piggy like pig. That's right. Who else did who else did he meet? He meet Fuzzy Bear, and he meet Dottie. 
Yeah, he met Fozzie Bear. Fozzie Bear was working as a comedian at a bar. And, and he, met, he met Ralph, the dog, playing the piano at a restaurant. One was like, another one had no eyes with the sunglasses. Oh, yeah, that was uh, Honeydew. He was a scientist, right? Dr. Honeydew and his assistant Beaker. For some reason, they had a laboratory set up in a ghost town. They had these pills that would make you make something grow rapidly, but only for a little bit. Did that come into play? Yeah. Who? Animal ate one, and he made so big, and he stared all, all he, the all the bad guys. The bad guy was Doc Hopper. Doc Hopper was opening a restaurant, a fast food chain that sold frog legs, and he wanted Kermit to be in his advertising campaign. So he kept hunting him along, all over the country, trying to force him. To work for him. Scary. What were they trying to do? Trying to get Kermit. Yeah, they were. At one point, they were even trying to kill him, right? Yeah. He had all of his friends behind him. He wanted to go to the bad guy's house and be brave. Yeah, he decided he would finally stand up for himself, even if it meant his <laughs> end. So, there was a showdown at the ghost town, right? He was dressed up like a cowboy, even. He said. He said, it's not nice to kill people. They don't like it. Will you, will you please be nice now? That's what they said. Yeah, he said, I know you're not a bad person, but please do what is right. Did he decide to make a, a good decision or a bad decision? Bad. Yeah, he decided to still be bad. And that's when Animal had to scare him away at the last second, right? And then Animal ate one of those... Things and then he stared them away and then and then did he be good now? Well, it it scared him away so much that we didn't have to worry about him anymore. I don't think he was going to come bother him anymore because as a group of friends, they all had each other's back, right? And he he decided I think that he would he would leave him alone. Now say what you will about the shortcomings of the hippie movement. But nobody does empathy like Jim Henson and the Muppets. What does that mean? It means that I don't think that I've ever seen a piece of, of media in which the lessons of feeling for each other as people, understanding each other, understanding emotions, and being kind to one another has been as clear as a message as it is in the Muppets. When when Kermit had that showdown, he even told the, the, the bad guy, he said, I know you are not a bad person. He tried to see what was good about that person, even in the midst of trial, and even when that guy was being mean to him in return. What you said while we were watching that they had to learn a lesson. Do you remember that part? They had to learn a lesson. Good. Yeah, and and to and kind. Yeah, they need to learn from people. Yeah, the bad people in this movie were all businessmen. They were trying to exploit the working class, and every one of Kermit and his friends were either in the service industry or essential workers that were 
grinding away at something that was unfulfilling in their life by worrying about the day-to-day income and their and their jobs. So did they finally make it to Hollywood and see their dreams come true? Yeah. Was it easy? No. It wasn't easy, and it didn't even work out the way they thought it would. Remember, they were making, they were finally got hired when they got to Hollywood, and they started making a movie there, right? Mm-hmm. But what happened when they were in the middle of shooting their musical number, The Rainbow Connection? Everything started crashing down, and it didn't work. Yeah, and there was a moment there where we didn't know what was going to happen, but what did, what did they do? A rainbow came. Yeah, it did. That rainbow was a symbol of hope, right? Yeah. And then all of the Muppets were there singing. They were all singing about how you keep believing. And the purpose of every one of those Muppets was to bring joy to other people as well. They were there to serve and and bring joy to everybody else's life. This is a very meta movie. Not only do characters break break the fourth wall many times, but it's also framed as a movie where the characters are in the movie watching their movie. The thing that really struck me in this viewing was all through the credits of the movie is about the the community of Muppets celebrating each other and celebrating art in a way that uh, I think a lot of people really miss right now because they were they were talking about enjoying the movie, they were talking about the community behind making the film and I think I think that's something that a lot of us will be excited to get back to when the coronavirus is over. Yeah. Yeah. Would Would you like to go to a movie again? And and not only meet with friends, but but experience art together soon. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, we can get back to that. Hey, you're <laughs> doing what you do. What? Let's see, Muppet. We love more. That's a great idea. Uh, do you want oh, a draft? Yeah. Let's do a draft of our favorite Muppets. You go know first. I get to go first? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm going to pick Fozzie Bear. Okay. Then I'll pick the guy's like, wait for me. His name was Sweetums. So, let me tell you what happened. So, there was going somewhere sea winds, but they had to... So, someone was up in the air and they had to save him, so... So that guy at the end, he didn't know where they was. And then he came back and he was like, wait for me at the end. <laughs> that is an excellent pick. Okay. I'm going to pick number two. I'm going to pick Kermit. Kermit? Okay. I didn't pick that one. I'll pick... Hmm. I'll pick... Nah. I'm going to pick... A person. I'm going to pick a bad guy. You're going to pick a bad guy? I thought we were picking only Muppets. The bad guy was in the, pup- in the Muppets. You want to pick Doc Hopper? That's a, that's a weird pick. Why would you pick that guy when you could... That guy was not nice. Mm, why a person I like him? Okay, not so, only Muppets. Okay, you can pick Doc Hopper. Was that the guy who was going to be the fraud? Only the frogs? Yeah, he was the guy that wanted to force Kermit the Frog to be a spokesman for frog genocide. Okay, your turn, Daddy. Okay, this is very strange. (laughs) Okay, I'll pick, I'm going to pick Dr. Teeth. Who's that? He was the guy that leads the electric mayhem. He plays the, 
He plays the keys. Remember the band that they found in that church? Oh, yeah. Okay. I want, I want to put the girl was in the band and only had those eye flashes. Oh, Janice? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, Janice. Well, if you're going to pick Janice, then I'm going to pick Animal, the drummer from the band, the one who got really big. I'll take Dr. Honeydew. Yeah, good pick. There's someone like that in a movie, a different movie. What movie? Well, it was on Alexa. You were watching a movie on Alexa and there was a character that reminded you of Dr. Honeydew? Yeah. Who? What were you watching? I think uh, he had glasses, I think. Well, he scares people. He scares people? Well, I gotta find out what this is. It sounds cool. Okay, last pick. I'm gonna pick... I'm gonna pick Lou Zealand. Who's that? That was the weird guy. I don't remember him in the movie movie, but he was watching the Muppet movie, and he has the boomerang fish that he threw. I'm going to pick Harry. Crazy Harry? The guy that blows things up? Yeah. Yeah, you like that guy too. Okay, so my team is Fozzie Bear, Kermit the Frog, Dr. Teeth, Animal, and Lou Zealand. And your team is Sweetums, Doc Hopper, Janice, Dr. Honeydew, and Harry. Who do you think has the better team? You can email us at bewaretheblobshow at gmail.com and let us know. You can also... I think mine is better. Okay. You can also rate, review, and subscribe to all your podcatchers. And, and thank you for listening. Goodbye. And we... Love you.